Hi, and welcome to the My Bloody Website podcast, where we talk about all things online, especially for small and medium business owners or marketers. I'm Daryl King. I've been running a web agency for over 25 years. My co-host, Ed Pelgan, has been running his online marketing agency for about as long. Our goal is to cover things in a way anyone can understand and can improve how they use online in their business. Episode 36, we're going to go with a content topic this week, writing about what your service costs. How are you going, Ed? I'm going very well, Daryl. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm going good. So we have had a few sort of uh, navel-gazing episodes and discussions in the last three, talking a little bit about staying on track, focusing on what you're doing, you know, how to use providers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we're going to do more of a content episode again. We had a bit of a break from some of the content stuff a couple of months back. And this one uh, is a topic that comes up where a lot of people don't like to write about what their service costs. So we're talking very much about service businesses, mm. not product businesses. Most products put prices up online. Um, a number of service providers don't necessarily put rates up. They have may have justifiable reasons or it may be just something that they feel like they can't write about. And the goal of this would be to talk about that in some depth, about how you can use that topic to produce not necessarily a blog, a blog post. It could be about how you explain it on a page it could be on the service page it could be a particular pricing page could be in any number of places it could even be yeah. a video and and that's right and i think it's a good opportunity to talk about it because there's been a reticence in the past for people to talk about costs because they don't want to give away the secret source so they think it's a loss of competitive advantage and uh, look admittedly some businesses uh where the service is complex they need more information before they can discuss cost um but i guess where we're coming from is just having the conversation about cost, uh, the components, wh- how you work it out, you know, how it's, how, what are the variables that go into an, a, high, a higher cost project or a lower cost project? Those are good opportunities from a marketing perspective, from positioning, uh, attraction. Yeah. So it's a good thing to think about and then you can work out whether it's right for your business. Now, I suppose this comes into the topic of value came up in previous weeks. Mm. that is it because of the cheapskate mindset or is it you know like that competitive advantage thing why do you reckon people or not why do you reckon because you just said that but maybe part of the problem is that people don't explain the value they offer it's again the secret source i don't want to tell you what our our great advantage is whereas some people don't have a problem at all what's Mm. You know, what's the right way to approach it? Well, I would. I would well, if you if you're going to research this online, the probably the the most prominent figure who started talking about this from a from a tactical perspective, I guess, is a guy called Marcus Sheridan who ran a marketing company called the Sales Line. And in his previous life, he was a pool uh, manufacturer. You know, they sold pools. Mm-hmm. And he, from his perspective, and this is in the early days of the web, he got a huge amount of traffic. Um, to his pages on his website where he wrote about the cost of the pool. How much does a concrete pool cost? And, you know, how much does a fiberglass pool cost? And, you know, he didn't write just about cost but also, um, you know, the price. You know, he understood how people searched. And for whatever reason, because people were actually searching that on Google, Google put his blog content up there. So he, he inevitably had a lot of people coming to his site interested in how much 
does a pool cost? And from his perspective, it, he wasn't afraid of giving away the secret sauce per se, but he, he took it as an opportunity to explain, look, this is how we cost out a pool. This is what's involved. This is why um, our pools cost this much because we do this and this and this. And because no one else was talking about it, he basically had an opportunity to have a chat to people who were interested in buying a pool, you know, and he was straight up. It built a lot of trust. The fact that he was the only one who was willing to talk about it and it generated a lot of business for him. Right. And so that's where this kind of started. And the reality is people do search for price and cost data all the time. How, I guess the issue is translating that because to some degree it's still a product. I know it's, it's a variable product service that they offer and there's a lot of factors in it. But it's like, you know, you're looking at a, um, a, you know, a lump sum. Hey, I've got a six by four pool, this depth, blah, blah, these accessories, and it's a package price. Mm-hmm. How does that translate, I guess, to, you know, if you're doing time and materials work, you know, you're a freelance graphic designer, you do logos, um, the value of putting up your rates and how to do that in such a way. And, and you know, there's, I guess he took, he took it in, in a series and that's trying to outline the value proposition, right? Which I think is part of the reason why people struggle <laughs> because what they're doing is they say, well, I've got a page on my five-page website that talks about price and they have a services list and they have an about us, but they're not really talking about the value. There's nowhere in there where they're explaining the value. Yeah. Which is, which is why they're probably fearful about putting price up or why it hurts them because someone just comes along and goes, oh, you offer logo, you're $100 an hour. Oh, you offer logo, you're $30 an hour. Hmm. Smart me yeah. says $30 an hour. Like you've got some examples, you've got some examples. You know, like I can't easily differentiate why you have this yeah. price. And I would push back to say that if you're not comfortable having this conversation, there's probably two issues at play there. One is that you, you, you may be fearful that you, you aren't actually giving extra value to justify your price or two, you're fearful of um, actually having that conversation about explaining why, right, you are more expensive. And I think it's a good opportunity for people to explain that. So this is why this costs this much because I do it this way, right? And I just think it's an opportunity to enter the conversation with someone. And the reality is if someone can't afford your price and you're giving value, hmm. right, then you're going to be, your, 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 your blog post or your content on the price is going to push those people away. And those are the people that you don't necessarily want, right? Well, and I, I guess that's true too, is not, none of us are serving everyone. And maybe this is the mindset that's wrong in looking at why I don't want to put content about price or whatever that might be is that I am, and I'm not talking about me and I, the person I'm going, well, I, I'm trying to be everyone's provider. Mm. And you know what they say when you, when you uh, target um, nobody, I'm sorry, when you target anybody, you get nobody. That's right. Sort of thing. Whereas if you know, Hey, these are the businesses that my service is best for, I've got a steady stream of people that are more than willing to pay that. The job then is how to write out that message in such yeah, a okay. way, yeah. write it out. And I, and I think it's not just about one post and yeah, this yeah. is the important thing. Like it's about you can have prices up there and then you need to go. And I guess what you were saying before, which is 
if you're having the conversation and you're having verbal conversations about it, this falls back way, way back when we talked about answering questions for clients. How many, where are you having a repetitive question? If you have a repetitive question, then you need to produce some material around that in a way that helps answer the question. So then the person can self-answer. They, they're on your side. It's got pricing. It says, what's the value in this? What do you get for it? What do you Correct. They lead off to other pages. There might be a video that talks about. Might be a, it might be a walkthrough video. You talked about this in the past. It says, here's the process we go through. Here's the uh, outcomes you get delivered. Yeah. So what I would suggest to people is like, I mean, at a very tactical level, you can go and find out, hey, so many, X many people search for how much does a pool cost, right? And you can work out, okay, great. There's interest in that topic, right? But instinctively, you know, there's always interest in the price of your product, right? But if you're a if you sell something or you provide a service, I think it's important to, uh, it's an opportunity for you to say, okay, well, no one ever writes a blog post and says, unless it's a product, let's say, if it's a service, they don't typically say it's going to cost this much without explaining what's involved. So like you said, I would suggest if you had a piece of information about what your service is going to cost, you don't start with the price straight up. You start with explaining what's involved what do you do? Why your, um, what's the value, I guess. Um, and you try to prove, uh, historically the value, you know, through case studies and things like that in your content before you get to it. And you say, and then it, it ends up being this rate or this, this many hours and the hourly rate is this. And that's why, and to some extent you've built up the justification because you know what it's like. Some people will see a price and go, Oh shit, I'm not gonna, that's too much for me. Um, because they're comparing your service to the one that they can buy online or something like that. Yeah, so I, I, the, way I would, the way I would play that, I mean, because it sounds like you're saying write a blog post about your pricing. That's what it sounds like what you're saying. And I'm kind of thinking, well, that's not necessarily the no, right no, way. No. I think explaining it's fine. So I think about um, physical therapists and doctors and dentists, and a lot of them do display their rate but they do a really poor job of explaining it. So, you know, they have a rate sheet. What does it cost? Yeah, you, know, you can get, you know, you can get, um, you know, teeth cleaning, you can get this and that. But there's no other supplementary information that talks about the value. And that's where you could link that out to a post that you've done or even a fixed page. And I think sometimes everyone wants a blog post. Oh, just put in a blog, blog, oh, blog no. post. And we've I mean, seen you know, the evidence of shit gets buried, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Buried. Can't get to it. So think about your, so, and, and I know we're talking about all types of service businesses, but if you think about those examples where they do put a rate up, but they're, they're setting themselves up just to be compared with the, the other um, studio down the road, clinic, because there's no differential information and that's really what you're saying isn't it like yeah do a good job of putting up your rates because people want to compare hey i'm looking for a dentist in this area there's three dentist sites i've found one has no pricing whatsoever so that, yeah okay maybe and, and i think that triggers oh maybe there's a problem with that they don't put it up because they're the most expensive and that so people don't inquire whereas having it there two others might have them but the one that goes and explains it and lays it out in a really good structure and says exactly more what you'll get if we do a root canal. Everyone yeah. hates a root canal. You go there and say, well, the reason a root canal costs, I don't, can't remember what they cost, they cost a lot, blah, 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 is because we've got to do this, 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 and this, but we also do this, 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 and this. You know, you know if you're comparing rates, and maybe, maybe this is the other thing. You know, you've mentioned, I've heard in conversations before, it's actually do a post about 
comparing yourself with your competitors, not in a way to bag the competitors, but to give people those apples and oranges questions to say, hey, when you're looking at comparing prices and service around root canal, are you getting these three or four other things? Because not all dentists provide them. Like, they all do these things, but do you get these? Because that sets you up, right? That There's the value. Exactly right. It's positioning and anchoring from a price perspective, you know. Uh, if you if we stick with your your dental analogy, um, I saw a really good dentist that actually they um, what they did was that you know you know you can get when you do a root canal or you have a bridge and things. There are all these metal pieces they screw into your gums, and th- this dentist actually said, "Look, these veneers or these screws and stuff are they come from Italy, right? They're fabricated in this blah blah blah. This and that's why these pieces are custom for you. They're high quality, made for blah blah, as opposed to the alternative, which is a much cheaper product, but it comes out of." say these lower cost fabs in Asia and they don't do this or that, right? And and so they took the time to explain why their their screws, right? They screw into your jaw were actually much higher quality because they were going to last longer and they were there was more attention to the quality of the material, all that sort of stuff. Right. So there's immediately this opportunity to position yourself uh, with a high value product um, and, and then that would justify your price. If you if you if you had no reason to justify it, why would they pay more? And I want to I want to introduce the opposite, which is even though like last week's one we were talking about people being a tight ass and and you know being on you know choosing their budget wrong. There's nothing wrong with having competitive pricing and being not the dearest guy or being lower. Hmm. But again, you also for the same reasons that explaining the higher price value you need to do a good job of explaining why your rates might be better. Maybe you've got better processes. Maybe That's you just right. your experience and the way your team works. Maybe your suppliers, you just got great price that does it. And maybe, you, you know, you're just happy. I mean, if you're the lawnmower guy and you say, you know what, because I've got acreage of my own, I, I mulch all my own stuff on my property so I don't have tip fees or dump fees and all of these other things. I'm just pulling examples out of the air. But, you know, because we do 10,000 air conditioners a year, we're the largest one in the city, we get a buy rate that's half of what our competitors are likely to get, so you get a better price, not because of any other deal um, that, you know, that's going on. Or, you know, because of the way we work, you know, we we don't charge the same labour rates for this reason, you know, blah, blah, blah. Do you know what? It all comes down to this, the concept of the value equation that we talked about. Talking about cost or how much your services cost or the price of them is an opportunity for you to discuss, to, 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 to explain the value, right? Your because value. Your, your value. value, that's right. And, yeah. and, and you've made a conscious decision to say, you know what, I'm a low-cost provider because I've got these efficiencies, right? doesn't mean I'm poor quality, but I'm low-cost because of X, Y, Z. It's in the same way that uh, some digital marketers will say, I run a lightweight remote team. We're distributed. We don't have offices, which allows us to be, uh, to provide you a better rate or a better deal, right? Without lower quality, right? Our processes are tight, yada, yada, yada. And they, they demonstrate that through, you know, whatever videos and history and all that sort of stuff, as opposed to a big city agency that's in the middle of a town paying 40 grand in rent a month, right? That's, it's an opportunity to have that conversation about it, but you can see the value, right? And, and that's why. So it's a good point, top and bottom. Yeah, so the, what we're, what we're uh, saying to listeners is think about the content topics that you can extrapolate from price as a topic, right? So if you start with price, one, 
how feasible is it for you to put price up? And if you were to do so as a way to make your business transparent, make your service officering really, you know, because everyone's, everyone's talking about what content can I produce? What content will make my site perform better? And you don't need a web designer to build you this page. You don't need an SEO marketer to do this work. This is about putting the thought in, the effort from a few weeks back, the real effort in to say, what is the content that would matter to my audience that's likely to help improve the results I'm going to get? And one of the topics is around price. Okay, let's not be afraid of our price because we're in, we've, we have that price anyway. If you ring me, I have that price. So first of all, if I can put that up there and only get the really qualified <laughs> people to come through because of it, then I do it well. Well, that's saving anyway because I don't have to deal with the people that are never going to pay. That's right. right? Uh, but if I have a special, if I have a way, if my coffee machines are half the price of everyone else, but I've laid the value out to say, you know what, you'll get 5,000 hours, not 10,000 hours of these, but the reality is so many other things will go wrong in the 10,000 hours anyway, you know, or, it won't, you know, like, you know, you'll get crap in the pot. I don't know what you might use in that scenario, but this will get you this many thousands of coffees anyway, we guarantee it. And the money that you save there, you can put into coffee or holidays or whatever. You, you, yeah, you can sell that concept really, really well if you have a good deal going or if you've got the way to offer. Uh, look, we do data entry. We don't charge our normal development rate for data entry because I have some people in my remote team that are very, very cost effective to do that with. They do a good quality service. Everyone's happy with it. But you can't pay hundreds of dollars an hour to just cut and load content that's mm. just not a good ROI you know that doesn't work so we have a way to handle that process you know when there's mass amounts of content that have got to be loaded that have already been written that have already been done client doesn't have anyone to take you know 89 hours to load it you know so like how do you do that cost effectively well that's a value add that's a way to explain things that oh Okay, so there are some variances in pricing that can happen in those scenarios. I never even knew about that. All of a sudden, there's an opportunity to, well, we always have lots of data to load. Maybe we will talk to these guys because, you know, and, and I think anyone can find ways to do it. So it's really about helping think about this price thing as not just a price sheet. That's, that's right. That's right. And there's your content opportunities. You think about all those elements that make up the price. It's an opportunity for you to have that conversation on the website. Uh, and it'll, you, I, think, I think it's a great opportunity because what you just mentioned um, pushes the way that people who, despite your value and despite the quality and all that sort of stuff you bring to the table, they just don't have the budget to do it. So that's fine. They won't waste your time. Uh, and by the same token, for those who are attracted to you, who, who have the budget to pay your high price, it gives them comfort knowing that the reason the price is high is because there's maybe more thought, better quality, uh, more insight, more planning, yeah, that have more gone experience. into it. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and that will help make, make, make the decision for them uh, as opposed to getting on the phone and you having to do the hard sell on the phone. In a, in a soft sell situation, they can read that stuff on the website and make up their minds. So to some extent, it's a conversion opportunity for them, mm-hmm. right? You're helping educate them in advance of your conversation. So maybe to round it up, what... The way to think about it is let's just say that you've got a service page on your site um, about the services you offer. Maybe you've got multiple, but on there, what we're going to say is you, you may not directly put pricing on that page or it may be designed that way where it has pricing. But now think about the links and content that might sit under that and around that. 
that will now help to explain the value and what they get for it and even comparisons and other things that go with it. Now, some of those you could do blog posts. So what Ed talked about a little bit earlier, which is I want to compare it with other people. I want to do, um, you know, some case studies and things where I bring the, you know, bring the value in. Think about it when you write that. You know, so when we're writing the topic, think about what's the value part of it so that when there is a link from the service or the pricing page to some of these relevant posts, you can do it or link back and go, you know, and if you want to know what the service costs to get this type of service value, you know, this is what we cost, but they can be cross-linked. You can do a, you could do a video if it's relevant to the thing. So if you're talking about, I don't know, say you're a masseuse, or you've got a masseuse in your studio, you could actually have the masseuse there talking and say, look, you know, this is what I bring to it. Things that don't necessarily translate well to words might have, look, you know, I've got the biggest elbows in the world so I can get in and really break up the muscle. That's right. Bad example. But so there's numerous ways that you could do it. Obviously you can have PDFs and white papers to support a position that you might have. So maybe you've done a whole lot of research behind what's, into your service and that you've got these documentation pieces available. So then think about summarizing them. Maybe there's an introductory video or blog piece. Mm. That says, hey, look, here's the, um, what are they called? TDL. Too long. Too long. Didn't read. Yeah. Didn't read. TLDR. Here's the snapshot. If you want to get into the detail, here's here. But this is what sets us apart. You know, really think about building that out and improving the content all around that topic. That's it. It's just allowing you to have better conversations with your clients. That's it. Prospects. Prospects, clients. Yeah, and by conversations, it's not an over-the-phone conversation necessarily. It's about understanding. I think it's a good term here where if you're producing the content in your digital properties, as if you are trying to help with a conversation, I think you get better content. And all of this stuff can then get shared. You know, like if you've produced posts, so you've produced pages that are, explaining a value position you can then share them facebook you know wherever it might be linkedin which is your one at the moment yeah wherever you want to go yeah but, but you're, you have an ability to have some interesting conversations going out there which your competitors might be too afraid to do yeah awesome so i think there's value in writing about how much your service costs and that's the content for today's episode All right. what do you reckon Darrell? we at the end of this one if anyone's got any questions about that or got challenges mm. around the content that they're trying to do or how to do it in an interesting way, feel free, put some notes under the um, video. If you're on YouTube, message us through email or Twitter, mm. yeah, or your Facebook. podcast, yeah, Facebook, and we'll, um, we'll get back to you. Wonderful. All right. And that's it for today. Awesome episode. Thanks again for listening. We really appreciate having you along for the ride. If you want to see the show notes, get access to the resources we talk about and get notified about new episodes, just visit bloodywebsite.com or subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast or Stitcher. Also, if you enjoy the podcast, please leave a review in Apple Podcast. It really helps other people to find the podcast. We hope to see you next week when we're going to continue this chat about my bloody website. It's good. goodbye from me. It's goodbye from him. <laughs>